We'd like to welcome you to our current event and weekly Bible study for June 12, 2016. And uh, today we're going to be just covering this one subject, this breaking news that just happened regarding the, um, well, 50 plus killed by ISIS devil Muslim is the headline I have. Uh, largest mass shooting in American history. He, this guy was wearing a suicide vest, open fire on a uh, dance floor, blood everywhere. He was laughing while he shot people. These are all part of the headlines. Uh, the gunman, 29-year-old Islamic radical Omar Sadiq Mateen, was heard shouting Allah Akbar, Allah Akbar while engaging officers, law enforcement officials told Fox News. Now, at the time, um, here I have a picture of him here for the PDF today. It'll be about nine, nine to ten pages. Um, Disney now is went on full alert. Terrorism hits Florida. I mean, this is these are all different headlines. So we're seeing that if there were concurrent actions like this, and this is what Obama's banking on to get us into martial law, where we could suspend the government or suspend. Um, he, in other words, he's going to be in office indefinitely, okay? And we could, he could suspend the elections and these types of things, which I, I do believe may be part of his plan. Uh, obviously, he has been done everything that he could do to jockey America into this position. Europe has an advantage from a satanic standpoint because of the of the um, geography. They can literally bring them. Uh, the radical Muslim terrorists from Africa and from Syria and from Af Afghanistan and Pakistan, it's a much easier land jump, whereas you've got the whole Atlantic Ocean between America and Europe and then these other areas. So it's, it's a lot, logistically speaking, it's much harder. But Obama's doing his level best to try to um, get as many of these radical Islamic terrorist cells to be come activated and this is exactly what the plan is it's very obvious we're going to prove that today and um, give you a lot of confirmation on that then some other headlines read isis had announced this threat three days ago so they knew this was coming this gunman was born to afghan afghanistan parents he had been investigated by the fbi all the way since 2013 so he was well on their radar. They were very well aware of him. We're going to discuss more about that. Now, this is the very initial breaking period. There may be a lot more information by next week that will shed totally new light on what we're talking about today. But I figured I, I really needed to at least cover this because I have reported on the subject over and over so many times and it just continues to escalate and build. And the agenda becomes more and more obvious what they're actually trying to do. <clears throat> Senior law enforcement uh Sources report that Mateen became a person of interest in 2013 and then again in 2014. The Federal Bureau of Investigation at one point opened an investigation into Mateen, but subsequently closed the case when it produced nothing that appeared to warrant further investigation. Well, obviously, they really dropped the ball on that, but most likely that was all by design. Mateen was married in 2009 to a woman who was born in Uzbekistan, according to the couple's marriage license, but the two divorced in 2011. The, this ex-wife said he was not a stable person uh, who spoke on condition of anonymity to the Washington Post. She said he beat me, he would just come home and start beating me up because the laundry wasn't finished, or something like that. 
so he was, you know, he was a fun guy, you know, um, you know, really treated, treated, treats women fairly like most Muslim men do. And, um, you know, just a really fun, neat guy. He said a co-worker complained to his company about Omar Mateen's threatening to kill people, but they did nothing. I'm pretty sure this was a security, um, like he worked for some security, uh, company, okay? And, um, <clears throat> he was threatening to kill people, but they did nothing because he was a Muslim. Got to be politically correct. We, will, we don't want to step on their toes. We want to let them get as radicalized and as full of devils and demons as possible. And then just let, him, let her rip. Let her rip, Tater Chip. You know, just let her go. Make sure you get a gun, gun in their hands. And then that way they can demonize us and take away our gun rights. Because of what some radical maggot from the pit of hell decided to do. Because he thinks he's going to be with 72 virgins and white skinned boys. And it's okay, you know what, it's fine and dandy cotton candy for a Muslim man to rape little boys and have their chai tea boys and the dancing boys of Afghanistan. That's all fine and dandy. It's fine and dandy for them to generally mutilate their little girls and rape little girls and have them take sex slaves over. And, and we're going to talk about that a lot today over wherever they can get them to conquer the infidel. That's all fine and dandy. But this guy is going to go to a gay bar where he's offended by them when, he, I mean, larger abominations exist within his own black death cult. Now, I'm not justifying the gays from that standpoint. I'm not giving that, that like some kind of biblical pass. I'm saying what's going on in Islam, though, the atrocities that are being committed, generally within the gay community, at least it's between two consenting adults most of the time. Now, I understand there's a propensity towards pedophilia with, with um, particularly gay men, and that's a, that's a fact. Okay, well, then again, then you look at Islam and you've got all the men that are attracted to little boys. So, you know, that's a whole pedophile death cult in and of itself, just like the Catholic Church priest uh, pedophile death cult that's out there. But this is way worse in scope and in atrocity. There's no there, there is no cult on the planet that's committing worse atrocities by and large than this one. And yet, of all devil death cults on the planet, they get the biggest free pass of any. Why? Because they are the most wicked. They are the most evil. Therefore, they are Satan's little helper. They are Satan's right-hand man. And they are going to get the most perks because of that. So they have this protected status where you can't say a thing against them, do anything against I mean, over in Europe, it's like a prison. I mean, if you post on Facebook, the, the uh, thought police show up at your door and take you off to jail after they've just got done raping, pillaging, stealing, killing. And that's fine. They could do that all day long. It's always the infidel's fault. Remember that. We need to get that ingrained in our heads. It's our faults for their actions. It's the Christians' faults, primarily, obviously. We're the problem, obviously, you know. This is what the sick, twisted, warped, maggot liberal world would have you believe that is increasingly becoming more satanic by the second. This is what they'd have you believe. It's your fault. Your gun rights need to be taken away. He got his firearms supposedly legally firearms you know it was all on the up and up registered the whole nine yards 
how how is how is taking away the firearms there? I mean, you know, with more registration and more background checks. Well, obviously they failed miserably there. <laughs> you know. Now the fact remains is that this guy could go in. Now, granted, it appears there was at least one other person involved, and they're trying to cover that up already. And there's a lot of fishy stuff about this already. His ties to different things. We're going to talk about that a little bit. But remember, this is in the initial hours of this breaking. But there's a lot of fishy things going on here. But it looks as though there was probably at least one other person in there. But yet, this one guy is allowed to go into a nightclub and kill 50 plus people, kill, uh, wound 60 more, and he's got, it's one guy? Why? Because nobody's armed. And, no, and, and the ones that are there won't evidently rush the guy. Now, maybe there was more involved. Who knows? Who knows what's going to come out? about this but one guy going in there with a gun and the whole and he's able to basically kill or wound over 110 people i mean if they would have just mass rushed the guy the 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 death toll would have been you know infinitesimal to what it is now or if there could have been at least two guys with guns it would have changed the whole dynamic of it because there would have been bullets going the other way toward him that's the type of, of um, gun control policies that we need, where law-abiding citizens have guns so that they can protect themselves and protect society from devils like this. But Obama wants to make sure that you do not have that right and you do not have that opportunity, and that the only ones that will have the guns will be his criminal government. I don't mean everybody in the government's criminal. I mean his criminal government he's going to install and the criminals. And everybody else in the middle will be fair game. Literally. No pun intended. Actually, pun intended, I guess. So, this is what we're dealing with here. Um, going further, it says, According to Amar Amark News, a Syrian news agency with close ties to Islamic State, the group has taken credit for the attack at the Orlando, Florida club. So ISIS took credit for it. Um, you'll probably hear... You know, very, very little out of Obama other than he's already come out in, in, in saying that we need to have our Second Amendment taken away. Because it's our Second Amendment's fault that this happened. If And again, all it would have taken is a couple different people in there with guns to overt this disaster. But in these gun-free zones, which is where these cowards always strike, that's what you're gonna. That's what you're gonna have. You're gonna have mass casualties, mass injuries, and the most amount of damage possible because they can go in there with a certain degree of confidence, knowing that no one else is gonna have a gun. That's what it's all about for them. So ISIS has taken credit for this. The armed attack was. They targeted a gay nightclub in the city of Orlando in the American state of Florida, which left 100 people dead or injured, was carried out by an Islamic State fighter, this news agency, a mark, Islamic news agency claims. And then the governor, Rick Scott of Florida, declared a state of emergency in Orange County following the attack. This is an attack on our people. Scott tweeted at about 11.40 a.m. It's an attack on Orlando. It's an attack on Florida. It's an attack on America. It's an attack on all of us. And it is. It is. 
Now, this I just got this right before I, I came online. The, 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 the news is breaking more and more about this. Mateen associated with the former bodyguard of a CIA operative, Sheikh Omar Abdul Rahman, Orlando Imam, handled by the CIA and FBI for 15 years. So that was his basically his mentor. So you've got now, you're already starting to see all of these really unsavory connections with our government and radical Islamic uh, terror cells. Even in this early developmental stage, we're already seeing it. You know, Omar Mateen was the follower of Marcus Dwayne Robinson, a former U.S. Marine who acted as a bodyguard for the blind sheik Omar. It sounds like a wrestler or something, the blind sheik Omar Abdul Rahman, uh, according to uh, news reports. Abdul Rahman was a spiritual leader of the CIA-backed Mujahideen in Afghanistan. Uh, in, in the 1980s, he became involved with the U.S. and Pakistani intelligence officials who were orchestrating the Afghan war. The 60 or so CIA and Special Forces officers based there considered him a, quote, valuable asset. After Osama bin Laden mentor Abdul Azim was assassinated in 1989, the CIA worked closely with Abdul Rahman. The agency brought him to the United States on numerous occasions, despite the fact that he was on a terrorism watch list. He was also paid by the CIA to visit London, where he radicalized Muslims and recruited them for the war against the Soviets in the Af Afghanistan. And there's, I guess the documentation is, see Sean O'Neill's book, The Suicide Factory. Um, <clears throat> in New York, in New York, according to very high-ranking uh, Egyptian officials, Abdul Rahman continued to work with the CIA. So, <laughs> this is the guy, this was the mentor of this mass shooter, okay? So we know about his mentor, who was totally yoked up with our own government, the CIA and the FBI. And, and the most radical elements of Islam. And, now let's look at his dad. <clears throat> this also just broke. The father of Orlando Shooter recently visited Congress, the State Department, and writes open letters to President Obama. I mean, this guy's all over Facebook. This is his dad. Little, little is known about the personal life of Omar Mateen, the man who pledged allegiance to ISIS before butchering more than 50 people inside an Orlando nightclub early Sunday morning, but his political activist father, who's running for president of Afghanistan, remember the dancing boys of Afghanistan? Oh, yeah. That same Afghanistan. That same sick, wicked, evil place. He's running for president of Afghanistan. His dad. He seems to have an odd relationship also with the U.S. government and sympathies toward the Taliban. Imagine that. Here's what we know about the Orlando Shooter's father. His name is Sadiq Mateen. He is from Afghanistan. Mateen has his own television show, which broadcasts out of California. Here's a, here's a screenshot. You know, he's got his own, you know, uh, phone number and all the stuff on the show. And he, has his, he looks like he's some kind of, you know, Arabic, like, news commentator guy. This is all off his Facebook page, too. Um... <clears throat> It is called the Durand Jurga Show. Now, I, I have to admit, I never miss an episode. Okay, I haven't missed an episode probably, oh, it's been 70 or 80 years now. That's, that's how far we go back, me and this guy. I mean, I've just, I've been a fan. I've been a fan for a long time. Anyway, sorry, just kidding. Um, it's called the Durand Jurga Show, and it features Mateen discussing Middle Eastern politics. 
The show is posted on YouTube. According to the Washington Post, the show demonstrates the Orlando shooter's father's sympathetic views toward the Taliban. In one video, Mateen expresses gratitude toward the Afghan. And if you want to see pictures of this guy, I got tons of them here in the PDF. I mean, he's saluting some... He's dressed up in, like, army fatigue suit, saluting probably the Afghan flag. And then he shows them on his TV show. And then it shows them in front of some kind of... It looks like a Quran or something that's in Arabic. And he's pointing toward it in his army. And then it, the, the guy is a Fruit Loop. Um, but a good Islamic Fruit Loop. Okay, so we need to make that distinction. Um, <clears throat> in one video, Mateen expresses gratitude toward the Afghan Taliban while denouncing the Pakistani government. This April, Mateen was in Washington, D.C. doing advocacy work with the Congress and the State Department. Here's a picture of him outside of the State Department. I mean, it's, it's, these aren't made up. So this guy's got incredibly close ties with our own government and has also big-time sympathies with some of the most radical elements of Islam. So does this kid's mentor, this man's mentor that did the shooting. I'm sure there's nothing to any of that, though. I'm sure that it's just all smoke and mirrors. Sadiq Mateen is a prolific poster on social media. The following posts from his Facebook describe a trip to Washington, D.C. in April. He can be seen posing in front of the State Department offices and the Democratic Foreign Service Committee offices. So, yeah. Anyway, I just posted a few of the pictures. The, if you want to see them all, the link's here. And then we have this. Witness, radical Islamic terrorist wasn't alone. A witness spoke with ABC News today and was cut off on air when he said the terrorist today had help. That man was holding the door, that a man was holding the door shut, not allowing the people to leave. As soon as he said that, he was cut off on ABC News. We, um, I'm going to go ahead and play this. I'm going to bleep out one part because he cusses one time and I want to make sure I bleep that out. Joe Biggs here with InfoWars.com. Now we're standing outside of the Orlando Regional Medical Center where 53 Americans are currently fighting for their lives. Why? Because we have a president that continues to not call radical Islam, in fact, what it is, radical Islamic terror. This is not a hate crime. This is not a, a mental illness. No, this was a guy who had sympathized with ISIS, who called 911 before he carried out this attack, killing 50 people, said that he pledged allegiance to ISIS, the Islamic State. This is a huge issue. We need to call it what it is, Islamic freaking extreme terrorism. And now we have a witness, a witness who was actually on ABC News earlier live, talking about how there was a person holding the doors shut so the people could not escape this terrorist attack killing 50 people leaving 53 so that's the part i had to bleep out but he was holding the door shut so they couldn't get out the clips up online you you can i don't know if he plays it here but i've already heard it yeah of, and they're going to make sure that that is buried 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 and so you know you can't say well it was some kind of conspiracy and there was there was multiple people working on this no it's just one lone gunman like it always seems to be, that they can just blame, pin the blame on for everything. Very wounded. So what does that mean? That means we have one gunman who's been killed, 
Now we have another possible guy out there. And this guy was on the air live talking to ABC News. And on the ground, they cut him off as soon as he said that there was another person that was helping him. So hopefully the police have this information. Hopefully the police are doing their job, the FBI. These guys are out looking for this other person. If this report's true, we have another terrorist suspect on the loose right now. A guy who did ill, who, who meant ill, who did horrible things, who helped this person out. This evil, sadistic, bloodthirsty psychopath. Let's call it what it is. Let's be honest for once in our lives. Let's call this what it is. This is not a hate crime. This isn't an attack on homosexuals. This was an attack on American people, on American soil. And it's now the worst mass shooting ever. Um, and the area was very, very narrow. Um, it was very hard to get through, but we kept on pushing and trying to get, you know, as many people as we could to safety. However, the gunshots started, a lot of people were trampled, and there was, there was, there was a guy there that was trying to prevent the door, like hold the door closed so that we didn't exit, and he would... So they cut him off right then. That was the guy. There was a guy there trying to hold the door so that we couldn't exit, then they cut him off instantly. ABC. Because why? They're all evil. They're all Luciferian Satanists kind of at the top. They want to perpetuate evil and they want to suppress truth. That's basically why, if you want to know in a nutshell. And right there, they cut him off. The crew on the ground cut that man off and didn't allow him to finish what he was saying. Why? Because we have leadership, or lack thereof, a commander-in-chief who praises the Muslim Brotherhood, who allows these people to come into our country via these porous borders in the Southland of America. This is completely and totally ridiculous. This is a planned attack from within by our government. And that's why we need someone like Donald Trump, someone that's going to come in. Secure and again, look at all the affiliations this guy's got. Again, with, with the uh, our own government and his mentors, his dad, his personal Islamic imam mentor guy. I mean, and then our government's ties with all of them. I mean, it looks really, 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 really bad. For But again, most of these radical Islamic terrorist strikes on American soil, usually you'll see that element. If you, if you search hard enough, if you dig deep enough, you're typically going to find those same connections in almost every single instance. Why? Because they're trying to bring their order out of the chaos they're creating the new world order restoring uh which is going to destroy the old world order they're kind of trying to bring about the new world order out of the chaos that they're creating ordo ob cow the motto for the 33rd degree freemason through the border vet these people this isn't an issue about how we don't want immigrants to come into this country yes we're a country founded on immigration yada yada yada, yada. we all know that but let's do this. Let's do the right thing. Let's close these borders down. Let's vet these people. Let's make sure that they don't have allegiance to ISIS, that they're not going to have another attack like this. If you look over here, look at this building right now. There are 53 Americans right now fighting for their lives because we have a weak leadership in the White House. It's time to make... I, I don't really agree with the, we have weak leadership. That, that devil knows exactly what he's doing. And, and, and he is so happy deep down. In, in in his in his uh heart he is so happy he is so happy when stuff like this happens he can get on air all day long 
and in and act all upset and, and and tell us how it's all the guns fault and how it's it's the christians and the patriots and everybody else's fault that all this is happening evidently because we're not appeasing islam enough he can do that all day long but deep down he loves every bit of this he loves death he loves to kill, he loves to steal, and he loves to destroy. Just like his father, the devil, because of his lust, he will do. And his father is Satan. And, and his actions are, are all the proof I need of that. Because actions do speak louder than words. America great again. It's time to put someone in the White House who's going to do the right thing. So we don't continue to have this stuff happen. That stuff needs to stay over in Iraq and Afghanistan. Leave that radical BS over there in Syria, in Afghanistan, away from us. The left wants to blame it on gun control. The left wants to make it an issue about hate or mental illness. That's completely and totally insane. Those people are mentally ill. Those people are the ones that are full of hate. And now we have radical Islam at our doorstep. They're demon-possessed, too, which is the one thing you hardly ever hear anybody talk about regarding this issue oh they're full of hate they're radicalized this and that no they're full of demons they are demon possessed vessels of satan who could do the the deeds that they do under the guise of thinking that they're doing something righteous all the way down to raping their little five-year-old chai tea boys and dancing boys of Afghanistan and, and generally mutilating their little girls and raping their little girls as well and raping the little boys and having, having what they call temporary marriages where they have the right to go and rape these little girls for one night and then to disannul the marriage. It's all in Islam. It's all part of their, their, uh, the way they operate. Who could do those deeds? And, and have no conscience about it. Have, have Just go their merry way and think as though they're doing nothing wrong. Talk about having your conscience seared with a hot iron. Talk about you're on the way to hell like grease lightning and there is nothing that can be done about it. Because I do believe there's you get to a point with God where you will cross a line and it's over. The Spirit of God will not always strive with man forever and... If your conscience has been seared with a hot iron and you've truly been turned over to a reprobate mind, like the Bible talks about in Romans 1, I'm not saying there's instances where God couldn't pull you back, but I think that it's going to be abysmally low, by and large, in the main, how many people are going to be pulled back from that level of stinking, child-molesting depravity. Waiting. Another attack was foiled in L.A. earlier today, where there was almost another large group of people killed in a mass number by another gunman that was stopped in Santa Monica. He was on his way to a Hollywood or West Hollywood gay pride parade with guns, explosives. This is a real issue that needs to be dealt with. So think about this. We have a guy, a witness, who was there, who said that there was someone holding the door shut. Are the police looking for this other person? Or are they going to completely ignore the fact that this man saw what he saw, heard what he heard? I, I predict they won't do one thing about it unless there is enough public outcry of the people there and it spreads on alternative media. They won't, probably won't do a thing about it because it doesn't fit their satanic narrative. They're going to be told to stand down. Don't pursue it. We've got our guy. Just like they said they had Lee Harvey Oswald. Same deal, different day. 
Is this gunman going to be left to go? Is this guy that helped this terrorist going to be allowed to roam the streets in Orlando? Hopefully not, but we'll stay tuned, and we'll bring you more reports as they unfold, as we get more information. Okay, so we have that report. Now let's go further here. Um, red alert, ISIS now activating terror cells. Orlando uh, attack is phase one. Jihadist kills more than 50 people in the floor nightclub. Now, what we're seeing here is a doubling or a tripling per year of these Islamic terror attacks on U.S. soil. Okay, we're seeing it now. It's exponential. I mean, as Obama's letting the borders open, as he's busting them in on, on, on the buses with the blacked-out windows and flying them in on UPS planes under the cover of darkness and, and bringing them in supposedly legal, going to all of these different supposed Christian charities that are helping them um, to get into and uh, uh, populate certain urban areas in America. So it's all a big coordinated effort. Obama's doing every single thing, and we're going to look at that today. We're going to look at the, the most recent things he's doing right now to ensure that as many of them get into this country for when they're activated, when they're all called to go hot, okay? This is the preliminary stuff leading up to that. But the terrorist attacks are increasing. That's obvious, okay? And, and this is what we're looking at now. But, he, but this is red alert. ISIS now activating terror cells. Orlando attack is phase one. Jihadists kill more than 50 people at Florida nightclub. A terror attack that took the lives of more than 50 people at a gay nightclub in Orlando could signal the beginning of even more attacks by ISIS-inspired jihadists in the United States. Despite the man, 29-year-old Omar Mateen, pledging allegiance to ISIS before the attack, leftists in the country have already begun using this tragedy to target the Second Amendment. Because that's what it's all about. It's always about us getting our rights stripped away, even though law-abiding, righteous people that believe in the Second Amendment had nothing to do with this. Now, granted, if there was law-abiding people that were able to exercise their Second Amendment, we're in that club, and obviously, you know, it's a gay bar. You're not going to have a lot of righteous, you know, uh, patriotic people typically frequenting gay bars, okay? Okay, unless they were, like, maybe security or something. I don't know. But, I mean, shouldn't security be armed? I mean, at a club like this, shouldn't, shouldn't security be armed? Is, isn't that kind of like at least a certain portion of them? I mean, because this could happen at any of these places and i mean it's an absolute killing zone especially if you can bar the door so i'm gonna go ahead and play this video now listen i'm not endorsing alex jones that was just joe biggs that was one of his reporters i'm not doing that but they're a lot of times they're the ones that are on the scene the quickest to get some of the best intel because of where they're at and you can say oh it's all disinformation no it's not so much of this stuff can be verified i'm not saying everything jones puts out is perfect I'm not saying that, that a lot of times it couldn't be part of a larger agenda, but I'm telling you that a lot of what we're looking at today here is being confirmed by multiple different sources. They do have a satanic agenda. There is no doubt about that, and that's a lot of times what they'll be on top. But I'm not, I'm not making any kind of blanket endorsement of Alex Jones, okay? Um, I've done all kind of exposés where I have cautioned people about him, okay? So let's go ahead and listen to this one. We've told you thousands of times in the last year, they're bringing in tens of thousands of operatives and sleeper cells into Europe and the United States who admit they work for Al-Qaeda and ISIS. We've already seen all these jihad attacks, like San Bernardino and what happened at Fort Hood. They're bringing them in on purpose. This is what we need to get firmly ingrained in our head and help educate other people. This is being done 
on purpose, particularly by the Obama administration. Obama is a radical Muslim. He was raised a radical Muslim. He has an in bred inborn hatred of this country his walking and marching orders were to destroy this country lock stock and barrel in every way shape and form from a moral standpoint from an economic standpoint from every standpoint you could imagine that was his orders and he is um he is desperate now to go out and make sure that 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 he has done the maximum amount of damage as possible and if he gets his way possibly to enact martial law so he doesn't have to leave office, so that they can suspend the elections. Now listen, if Trump were to do um, one half of what he said he's going to do, okay, obviously that would change the complexion of this country gigantically. Now, I'm not over here saying that Trump's perfect or, or that, that I'm giving some kind of blanket endorsement or whatever. I'm, I listened to something the other day where I'm basically now, I guess I'm a, I'm, I'm a, I'm a Trump supporter. I'm, I'm out there advocating for him. I've never said that. Like I said, he could get into office. He could be Satan incarnate once he gets into office, okay? So, but looking at the two that are going to be running together, we know what's going to happen if Hitlery gets in. We know she's going to appoint most likely five more Supreme Court justices, all liberal. This country is absolutely 100% done. My question to you is, do you want Hitlery in over Trump? This is what you have to understand. Now, I'm not, gonna, I'm not telling you to go out and vote. I'm not telling you to do any of that. I'm just saying from a logical standpoint, based on the platforms that they're running on, Hillary's agenda is the absolute, it's coffin nails for this country. It will be over. We will never come back. We will never have any chance of coming back if Hillary gets in there, okay? I don't know what's going to happen if Trump gets in, but his agenda, his platform is almost diametrically opposed to what Hillary is running on. That woman is pure, stinking evil, she is evil incarnate, okay, and um, that's that's my that's my only point about that whole thing, okay. Just to have some perspective on that. They get covered up, and the media says they're not terrorism. It took me hours today to discover his identity and to find out he was an Islamicist and had pledged allegiance to ISIS, and that ISIS is already taking credit because the media was. American-born homophobe does it. So we're all guilty uh, as Americans and have to have more sensitivity training. The left... That's how they would have loved to have portrayed it if they could have kept his identity even more, like, concealed. You know? It's themselves the victims of what they've brought in. They bring these jihadis in, in our face. And they allow them to attack us. And this guy went out and got his gun legally with the whole background check and a license and everything. And then he goes and targets a victim disarmament zone like a nightclub. Yeah, I mean, isn't that what Obama wants? You know, the background checks, the whole light, you know, isn't that what he... The very fact that they would give a radical Muslim a firearm, I do have a problem with that. Considering their history, considering the uh, where the most amount of mass deaths are occurring, you don't give these people firearms, not in the United States, not, not in this country. I mean, I don't think you give them to them anywhere. Obviously, they cannot be trusted. The, their unholy book, the Quran, tells them to kill and slay and annihilate and behead the infidels. Who are the infidels? You and I. Anybody who is a non-believer in Islam qualifies.
Okay, so this is what their unholy book is telling them to do. They are only being fundamental to their devil black death cult when they kill people. That's all they're doing. So they think they're in the right. They think they're doing some type of righteous thing. This is why they call it a holy war. Jihad, which means holy war. They don't let you have guns. Notice he didn't go attack, you know, some, some VFW hall with a bunch of vets who were armed. They always go. The guy was a registered Democrat. Of course, that's the party that wants to bring the jihadis in. And we sit here and, 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 and see this. This is already paralyzing Florida. The governor's calling for a civil emergency by the feds. Imagine if we start seeing an attack every day or four or five a day, because that's what al-Qaeda and ISIS have promised to do. They admit they started the migrant wave as their cover. And our government's opening the door to the attack. And we told you this was coming. We told you this was happening. They are activating their cells. They're probing. They're testing. And each time, it gets more intense. It gets bigger. Every time... Yeah, this is just the start. This is absolutely just the start of this. This could be something where we're seeing multiples of these two, three times a day across America. I mean, I don't, I don't know where it's, it's going to end up. And, it, and it's going to come to a certain point where... You know, if Obama can do it, he's going to impose martial law. And, you know, then you got the gun confiscation, you got all those executive orders that kick in, and then you got, you basically got the biggest civil war you've ever seen. The amount of space before they attack gets shorter. This is the nature of low-intensity conflict. And they're beyond the cell structure because they all just fall in ideology. They operate off orders that go out online. Al-Qaeda said they were going to hit Florida. ISIS said they were going to hit Florida last week. They just hit it. Now they're calling for hitting thousands of targets. One of those targets is going to be on the air today in studio, Tim Kennedy, Green Beret, Delta, you name it. He's going to be breaking all this down. He's one of the targets. He's one of the actual uh, name. They try to give names, addresses. I mean, they're, they're, they're putting the, the, the names and addresses of the people they want to kill first out on the Internet, and they're telling their um, ISIS whatever you want to call them, they're telling them to go kill them. Kill them. Martyrdom. That's that's the way. Today, and, and that's all I can say. He'll say what he can say when he's in studio today, 4 to 6 p.m., Infowars.com forward slash show. Now, let's go right here and look at this, how it's like merged with a whole gang culture, too. All thugged out. And he showing had a, the register. It's showing a picture of this guy doing a Facebook selfie firearm he had the background check he had the uh, all of it and he of course was a democrat on top of that look at this killer we need guns to protect ourselves from these people that go target liberals who they know the, the guy just looks like a soulless just no soul at all just a devil just a vessel of satan that's all that he i, I got the pictures of the first picture you'll see if you look at the pdf you know you, you can tell a lot the the eyes are the windows to the soul and, and this guy all you, uh, if you could look in his soul, all you would see is blackness. That's it. ...are not armed and cannot protect themselves and are total and complete sitting ducks. Now, here's the Tim Kennedy article that broke after he was on my show, FBI investigating ISIS threats against UFC fighter Green Beret Tim Kennedy. And so we've got a guy that has uh, fought these people for 15 years in special forces, one of the most, I mean, reportedly, he's beyond Chris Kyle from folks that know on the inside, just amazing, one of the top soldiers ever, in my view. And he's going to be joining us to break all this down. But ISIS said they would do this three days ago. Warn everybody you know, folks, don't let them use these terror attacks in Europe and the U.S. to take our liberties. Point out the very government that's power-grabbing and out of control 
is is the culprit of actually bringing this threat in. It's two plus two equals four. It's total common sense. Infowars.com forward slash show. I'll see you live today, four p.m. Central. So we've we've this is a coordinated effort by our own government at different levels and the most radical elements of Islamic terrorism. Okay, so it's a formidable enemy because the, it's a two pronged attack. It's a coordinated effort. Now I'm not saying everybody in government is aware of this or they're all part of this but there are factions of our government that are 100 percent making this happen greasing the skits for this to happen this guy has been investigated since 2013 and they've just let him go just let him go knowing that that he was heading in this direction and i'm sure greasing the skids to make sure that it did happen let's go further here an islamic imam speaking in orlando says gays must be killed out of compassion i'm gonna i'm gonna let him speak for you i'm this is about a minute 44 clip here death is the sentence i mean look there's nothing to be embarrassed about this death is the sentence here's a death is the sentence for the gays this this, this creepy just vessel of satan imam guy and this is on the orlando news here story you won't see anywhere else a muslim scholar says killing homosexuals is the compassionate thing to do and he's just hours away from speaking at an islamic center right here in central florida channel 9's field sutton's been trying to find out why the group invited him to sanford off camera, one of the people who is a member here told me that Sheikh Farouk Saskalishvar's speech last night on women's issues was well received and not particularly controversial. But we already know that many people in the Sanford area and around Central Florida are upset about what is coming tonight. Yeah, I'll ask him. Seminole County resident Alan Cornman told Eyewitness News he couldn't believe what a simple Google search turned up about the man speaking at this Islamic Center tonight. It's appalling. In fact, it's inciting violence against gays, and I find that reprehensible. Dr. Farouk Sekalashvar lives in Iran, according to his online bio, and he's been condemning homosexuals since at least 2013. Death is the sentence. I mean, look, there's nothing to be embarrassed about this. Death is the sentence. Don't be embarrassed, Muslim, fellow Muslim, about this. Death is the sentence for all the gays. They must all be killed. It's the Islamic death sentence applies in limited circumstances and is not applicable under U.S. law. But he also says the only way gays and lesbians can be forgiven is to die. Well, we have to have that compassion for people. So that's that's their version of salvation for the for the gays and the. Uh, the lesbians and, and the homosexuals, that they, they got to die. That's their version of salvation for them. It literally is. With homosexuals, it's the same. It says we have to have compassion for the people. With homosexuals, it's the, it's the same. Out of compassion. And then he said, let's get rid of them. Out of compassion? Let's get rid of him now. I asked Reverend... <laughs> guy what what a neat guy Brian Fullwider of the interfaith council of anyway that that's that's um that's their version of salvation for the gays um so then we have senator sessions more of these attacks are coming uh this is just today and this is just a partial interview transcript and the interviewer says i want to get your reaction first to this breaking news out of florida and all that we're hearing about the approximately 20 dead now we know it's 50 plus and what we're hearing from authorities so far in the investigation. Sessions says, 
Well, it certainly looks like another one of the extremist attacks, Islamic extremism, just within this wonderful group of Islamic people, are certain group of radicals. You know what? Why then aren't this same wonderful group doing like 10,000 more things to come out against what the radical elements of their death cult is doing? Why don't you hear about that in mass yeah sure you'll you'll see a few trickle out and show up and say oh we're we're against this and we condemn this and this and that but you know what they're 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 not good muslims at all they're not not according to the quran the quran says to kill slay and behead the infidel strike off their heads i've read you all the verses before so they're basically the the um the equivalent of a very very lukewarm christian in our in our so they themselves will have their heads struck off unless they get with the program most of the time the reason they don't say anything even if they are against it is because they know what side their bread is buttered they if they know what's good for them they're going to keep their mouth shut because if the more radical elements get wind of their uh, opposition to what the radical elements are doing well then off goes the head and then they, maybe they'll kill your whole family too so this is why a lot of times they remain silent. Not only that, but as I've said before, really what it is, I do believe, is um, that whole concept of the fifth um, column where you have like a Trojan horse, you establish a beachhead through Muslims that appear to be peaceful, and then they come in and they establish a beachhead, and then what then you do is you bring in the more radical elements behind them. Now they have places to stay, people, you know, a cover. They've got this big network of people that are acting as a front for the more radical elements. They're putting on a nice, good face. They're putting their best foot forward on, on a pretty little face for the public. Whereas just beyond the veneer of that is this uh, evil, rotten corpse of a movement that is all about death, killing, destruction, and domination. An Islamic caliphate, jihad, holy war. That's what they're about. So I don't buy this whole, just within this wonderful group of Islamic people, or a certain group of radicals, and it's been there for a long time, and it seems to be growing. Well, it's just true Islam. They're just being fundamental to their faith. It is Islam. And we have to accept that fact, he says. We have to be cautious about it. Our committee and my subcommittee this week, now this is Senator Sessions, just concluded that we've had over 570 individuals either convicted or charged or connected to terrorism since 9-11. And, well, I'll, I'll let him say this. And then the guy says, the interviewer says, 570, this is the Ju Judiciary Committee report. That's that 570 convicted or indicted since 9-11. Sessions says, yes, since 9-11 and it's not stopping, we... We see apparently today more of these attacks are coming, obviously. Uh, it's really a part of the threat we face, and if we can't address it openly and directly and say directly that there is an extremist element within Islam that's dangerous to the world and it has to be confronted, we need to slow down and be careful about those we admit into this country. Oh, that's the least of what they need to be doing. We know about two-thirds, and we, have, we haven't completed it yet, but about two-thirds of those people that were charged with these terrorist attacks were foreign-born, almost all Islamic individuals. So of the 570, basically all of them, almost all of them were Islamic. Okay? So, you know, they definitely deserve a privileged status because, you know, they have contributed so much to humanity 
and obviously peace and goodness and just love. I think if you could boil Islam down into one word, it's love. Come on, how could any of us argue with that? I mean, that's probably the truest thing I've ever stated on air since 2006 when I got on air. Islam equals love. We all need to put that mantra in our head. It is the religion of peace. It is the religion of love. End of story. I don't care how many little boys they rape or how many little girls they rape or how many little girls' genitals they cut off or women's. Or how many women they rape and take sex slaves of. Or how many women they burn alive in iron cages. They just did that to 19, 19 Yazidi girls this week. Or how many women they, they bring in and martyr because they will not marry them. Or, or all of the atrocities that are going on in the world. None of that matters. Because Islam is love and peace and joy. Joy! Because it spreads such wonderfulness in this world. How could any of us argue that? But see, that's what the mainstream media would have you buy into. This is why there's all these thought police trying to go and, and, and police all of these things and, and say, no, you can't say that. You can't say that. That's politically incorrect. You're Islamophobic. You're this. You're that. I don't care. Whatever. You know, if God lets them put me in jail, let them put me in jail. That's, that's up to God. But I'm not keeping my mouth shut about this. I haven't, I haven't since I started on this. And I'm not going to start. This is the most wicked devil death cult on the planet. And it needs to be stomped out of existence. It is pure evil. And there's more proof of that every single day we wake up. I mean, there's not even anything close, religious-wise, that, that could compare. You'd have to go back to the Inquisitions. The Catholic Inquisitions, where they were there, where they were killing people, martyring people, and torturing them, and doing the most horrific stuff to them, you literally would have to go back to that point in time, I think, to really compare Islam of today to anything in between. Now, Islam's always been Islam; it's always been evil; it's always been like this. It's just wherever they gain power, wherever they gain enough numbers, and see our wicked, corrupt global government governed by Satan, his fallen angels, his demons and devils, and then the Illuminati, and then the politicians and the heads of states and these types of things they're ensuring that these people get into these countries and get in there in mass and not only that but the most radical elements the most putrid radical elements of these people the worst of the worst the most most evil sadistic devils they're the ones they're making sure that are being unvetted and they're bringing them in they're not, they're, they don't want to bring in <coughs> lukewarm Muslims. They couldn't accomplish anything with a lukewarm Muslim. Lukewarm Muslims probably going to let everybody else kind of just do their thing. Okay? But the radical elements, they will not stand for that. They will not stand for that. And like I said before, the statistics on the inbred, the, the, the mental um, uh, retardation, the, um, in, the percentage of them that are actually inbred, it's just staggering. In, in, in a lot of different, it depends what country you're in, where it's Islamically dominated, it's over 50%. Where you've got, and that, I mean, the Bible just doesn't say, you know, don't, you know, marry your, your cousin or your aunt or your sister. It doesn't just say that because, 
you know, there's reasons, there's physiological reasons, there's also spiritual reasons, but there's also physiological reasons as well. And that's no problem for them, you know? Anything evil, despicable, disgusting, and vile, they've typically got no problem with it. Including sex with animals, too. I hadn't even got into that, you know? But that's fine, that's fine. But they'll go in and shoot up a gay bar because they don't like what that, yet they have no problem having sex with little boys or goats. There's no problem. You, you, you see the hypocrisy? This is what I love to point out is the hypocrisy of this religion that comes off acting like they have this moral high ground. Like we're this unclean infidel mass. And I'm not saying America's perfect because it's not. Okay, I'm not perfect. God knows that. But these people are the most imperfect, the most vile, the most wicked, the most disgusting on the planet. And yet they have the audacity to come out with like they have this moral high ground where they could say, oh, look at you, you this unwashed and masses. You need to die, infidel. We will strike off your head. We will kill and rape your women. We will steal everything we have. You'll pay us Jizra if you don't, you know, want to do this or that or we'll kill you. We'll rape your little girls. We'll rape your little boys. We'll take them. So that's how I see it. You know, I'm pretty passionate about this particular subject. I've been reporting on it for a very, very long time. Everything that, I, I, that I'm that i seeing just confirms even more so the wickedness that, that continues to grow about this devil death cult. So then we have this report, Santa Monica police arrest man with explosives and guns going to the L.A. Pride suspect arrested Saturday night. So this was a gay L.A. Pride, I don't know, parade. It says at this point it is unclear if a connection exists between Orlando Shooter and the man arrested by the Santa Monica police. So there may be, who knows, they're probably, like I said, these, these terror cells are going hot. This is phase one. Okay, there might have been other things planned for today um, that maybe weren't able to go off. Who knows? This is evidence is being gathered at Santa Monica location where the man was arrested with weapons before the L.A. Pride. There's a Twitter pic of this online. Santa Monica police arrested a man who had explosives, explosives, assault rifles, and ammunition and was planning to attend the L.A. Pride, uh, I guess, gay parade. Los Angeles Mayor Eric Garcetti said Sunday morning. Now, I'm not condoning the L.A. Pride gay parade, okay? That is some sick, disgusting garbage, okay? But obviously, I'm not going to tell Christians to go out there with assault rifles and machine guns and shoot them up. I mean, it's, it's insane. So that's, that's going on, too. Then we have this. In late May, ISIS spokesman... Abu Muhammad al-Danadi demanded supporters to carry out lone wolf attacks in the West. Now, this dude that did this, this guy that just killed 50-plus in Orlando and killed and then wounded another 50-plus more, guaranteed he was aware of this. So this is an ISIS spokesman. Abu Muhammad al-Adani demanded supporters carry out lone wolf attacks in the West during Islamic unholy, I call it unholy month of Ramadan, which started June 5th, which was eight days ago, and ends on July 5th, 2016. If they were, un, if they were unable to travel to the self-declared caliphate in Syria and Iraq, according to Reuters at the time, so in other words, if they couldn't get over to 
Syria, Iraq, carry out lone wolf attacks in um, where the infidels are. Ramadan, the month of conquest and jihad. This is him. This is his. Uh, here's a picture of this devil. Um, here's a quote from him in the video. This is from Breibart. Ramadan, the month of conquest and jihad. Get prepared. Be ready to make it a month of calamity everywhere for the non-believers. It sounds like an info commercial, you know? Ramadan, the month of conquest and jihad. Get prepared, be ready, and make it a month of calamity everywhere for the non-believers, especially for the fighters and the supporters of the caliphate in Europe and America. The smallest action you do in their heartland is better and more enduring to us than if you, if you were with us. If one of you hope to reach the Islamic State, we wish we were in your place to punish the Crusaders day and night. The message reportedly added, ISIS encouraged its supporters to launch lone wolf attacks to win the great award of martyrdom. That's their goal, is to die. So understand, they are understanding orders right now. If you get in their crosshairs, okay, you just being a normal American person, just minding your own business, they kill you that is all good to them okay understand you are the enemy you are the target anybody that is particularly in the west europe canada in particular america the white-skinned devils in particular i would imagine they would really really refer to us as i mean i'm and i know i block i have black listeners too okay but i i i read enough of them to understand they really really because they were they've been recruiting a lot of the blacks that's been done through the black u.s prison system and this is where you get into the whole people like with lewis farrakhan and the black muslim movement okay um but they would i mean all you have to do is 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 be an american and an infidel in their eyes and you are fair game you are the enemy. It doesn't matter if you're a little girl or a little boy or a baby. It's all fair game. They want you dead. Understand that's their mindset. These are savage, demon-possessed vessels of Satan that have no conscience at all. Okay? They don't, they don't think or act like normal human beings. Next report. Eight Orlando residents on the ISIS kill list. Thousands of Americans listed as targets. An ISIS kill list released online Monday includes eight residents from Orlando, Florida, the site of Sunday morning's horrific terror attack that took the lives of more than 50 people. The list obtained and analyzed by InfoWars mentions what appears to be the names and addresses and emails of eight females throughout the Orlando area. It's funny, they're females. Um, whether any of the Orlando residents listed were among the dead or injured is unknown at this time. The new ISIS kill list to target thousands of Americans. Um, ISIS kill lists have called isis has called on loyalists to attack everyone from minnesota cops to state department employees and ordinary americans a pro-isis hacking group calling itself the united cyber caliphate distributed its latest kill list this week the group claims the list includes names addresses and email addresses belonging to 8,318 people making it one of the longest target list isis affiliated groups have distributed in a post Voactive uncovered on the messaging app Telegram that was written in both English and Arabic. The United Cyber Caliphate called on the supporters to follow those listed and kill them strongly to take revenge for Muslims. Okay, so that's what they're being told to do. 
So if you're on, if you're in their crosshairs in any way, shape, or form, I mean, especially if you're on one of their lists, understand they are being told, and, and, and you've got these devils pouring into the country. Borders wide open. They're they're busting them in. They're flying them in. They're bringing them in every way they can under the cover of darkness. We don't even know about probably a fraction of what's actually really going on. They are being flat out told, follow those listed and kill them strongly to take revenge from Muslims. Most of the names and accompanying addresses listed appear to belong to people in the United States, Australia, and Canada. So we have that aspect of things. Um, then we have ISIS hacker post kill list of State Department employees. Hackers with the pro-ISIS group calling themselves the United Cyber Caliphate distributed a kill list on Monday that appears to include dozens of U.S. governmental personnel. The list features 43 names of people linked to the State Department, the Department of Homeland Security, the Department of Defense, Energy and Commerce, and Health and Human Services. Also identifies the U.S. embassies of Santiago and Kathmandu, as well as the Department of Navy in Gulfport, Mississippi, as targets. So they're going to be going after um, also elements of the government, the police, the, you know. It includes someone who appears to have worked for Australia's Department of Defense as well. Then we have this one. Um, and this is entitled Columbus, Ohio, Mosque Linked to Six Terrorism Cases. Website for Masid Omar, just a mile from the Ohio State University campus, proclaims itself as the Muslim heart of Columbus. And yet the mosque, described as one of the most ideologically hardline in the city, has grabbed the media spotlight once again. Now, when it says ideological hardliners, that means that they're going to be very, very true to what the Quran tells them to do, which is to kill and slay and murder and behead the infidel. This goes on to say, former attendees were recently reported as having joined the Islamic State ISIS in Syria. Uh, as mosque officials struggle to distance themselves from yet another resident terror cell, the recent news raises questions about the extensive history of the Ohio mosque as a turnstile for terrorism. Just a few weeks ago, uh, I reported here at PJ Media that three individuals who live just yards from this guy that is the main guy at the mosque, the M M M Masjid Omar, they lived uh, just yards from him for two years, joined ISIS in Syria in July of 2014. Rasil Rahan was killed in a Syrian airstrike uh, in Syria by a U.S. airstrike. His older sister and her husband are still in Raqqa, according to internal ISIS documents. So, in other words, they're turning out people that are literally going over in Syri to Syria to wage holy war. And this is their training ground, this mosque. Then we have this, Cincinnati, Ohio, Middle Eastern Muslim male charged with multiple counts of attempted murder after shooting sheriff's deputy. This just happened as well. The man knew she was there to arrest him. Looking down from the top of the stairs Thursday night, he pointed his rifle at the deputy and opened fire. Uh, the deputy moved backward, returned fire. She didn't know it, but a bullet had already torn through her abdomen. At this point, Warren County Sheriff Larry Sims said in a news conference on Friday, the man chased Barnes. The man then chased Barnes down the stairs and continued firing his rifle. I mean, the, the fact this woman wasn't killed was an absolute miracle. The shooting stopped within a minute, but the terror it caused lasted well past the time residents woke up Friday. Barnes was treated for her wound and released early Friday, which is, you know, she's very fortunate. Um, she's expected to make a full recovery. Sheriff said, charged in the shooting incident is Muhammad Lagahurari, whatever. He faces single counts on attempted aggregate, aggravated murder 
and attempted murder and two counts of felonious assault. Well, he's a Muslim, he'll probably get off. Like, you know, time served or something. Next report. Afghani, Afghanistan migration surging into U.S. And 99% of them support Sharia law. So this are the these are the devils that we are bringing into this country in mass. Law enforcement sources have identified the gunmen in Orlando. I mean, these are people that most Americans, once these terror cells go hot, we're going to be forced, we're going to be put in a position to fight them. They're literally bringing in the fifth column that we're going to end up having to fight or have them just come in and rape, steal, kill, and pillage our families. I guess you got a choice. You don't have to fight them. But this is what they're doing. These are the people we're going to end up fighting. Not only that, but then we got the foreign troops that are on our soil that they'll turn against us. And then our own, the own wicked factions of our own government, which they'll turn against us. Now, I'm not saying all the factions, but the ones that will serve like Obama and Satan and George Soros and the Illuminati. Yeah. So you're going to have a lot of different um, elements in this battle that's coming. I, I don't see it any other way unless God mightily intervenes in a huge way. I don't see it going any other way. I see mass slaughter in America. Mass slaughter. Because they're not doing that to the extent they're doing it in any other place on earth. America is the one that's being set up for the biggest mass slaughter. One of the biggest mass slaughters the world's ever seen. They know that the population is extremely well armed. Therefore, they know that whatever contingency, whatever radical forces they're going to bring in have to be well armed and beyond evil and islam is the perfect one to fill that bill so this is why obama is trying at breakneck speed to bring as as many of these devils as he can on the off chance that possibly trump were to get in and stop it they've upped the timetable they've increased it they're more desperate if they can't get Hitler in, because she's going to continue this, and I'm going to go over that. But if they can't, if if they can't get her in, if they can't find some way to finagle and get that devil witch in, who should not only be in prison but be executed, then it's going to be a gigantically huge monkey wrench for their new world order plan. If Trump does what he says, if. Okay, I'm not saying he's going to. I'm saying if he does. So, going further, law enforcement sources have identified the gunman in the Orlando terror attack as Omar Mateen, child of Afghan immigrants. Um, between 2001 and 2013, the U.S. permanently resettled nearly 30,000 Afghan migrants on green cards. Now, that's between 2001 and 2013. That's 12 years. 30,000 Afghan migrants. Okay, according to the Pew, near, Pew Research, nearly all Muslims in Afghanistan, 99% of them, support Sharia law as the official law. Now, these are some of the most wicked devil people on the planet. Like I said, when I've watched documentaries about our troops over there in Afghanistan, and the Daisy Boys of Afghanistan, and the way the corruption that exists especially about the little boys being raped, which is just an absolute total part of their culture. They are viewed as dogs, these little boys. 
a lot of them are homeless on the streets and like taxi drivers will just go up and get out when they're with between runs and just rape as many little little kids on the streets as possible get back in their cab and go run more fares I'm, I'm telling you i saw the interviews of these guys they have no conscience about it it's just part of their and then and then they go to the the um the sheriffs of of a, of a district or the the police guy and and the guy's just shaking his head like oh this isn't this isn't even worth my time to discuss this this is so stupid that you would even bring these this this raping these little boys up this is they're they're this is so this is not even worth my time why because he's raping little boys and because to them they see nothing wrong with it whatsoever and those are the these are the afghans we brought thirty thousand of them in, in that thing now that's just we're just getting started here as legal immigrants these migrants will be granted lifetime resettlement privileges will be given automatic work work permits welfare access and the ability to become voting citizens so they're going to be given all the goodies for free while the hard-working americans out there have to you know give huge percentage back in the form of taxes IRS. i mean they tax in every particular way they can and are given none of these privileges whatsoever have to have to um you know get obamacare and you know they're just trying to annihilate the middle class <clears throat> but if you're evil and you're wicked and they bring you over here they'll just give you everything for free welcome to the usa it's a good deal for them between 2001 and 2013 the united states permanently resettled 1.5 million muslim immigrants throughout the u.s 1.5 million muslim immigrants in the u.s in the next five years without changes to our autopilot visa dispensations the u.s will permanently resettle a muslim population larger than the entire population of washington dc immigration from the middle east is on the rise based on the 2014 data the most recent available data from the department of homeland security the number of green cards issued in the middle east countries increased by 32 percent they are doing everything they can do to bring in more of these devils. The number of green cards issued to Afghan migrants increased by 379% in the course of that year, in 2014 alone. So in other words, everything is being ramped up to just monstrous, mind-boggling proportions. Hillary Clinton has made it clear that under a Clinton presidency, these numbers will grow even more substantially higher. Based on the minimum numbers Clinton has put out thus far, the U.S. will resettle 730,000 permanent migrants from, Muslim, from the Muslim world during her first term alone. I mean, it's curtains for America if she gets in. It's over. It is over. I mean, unless God would mightily intervene. Update. Over 100 Syrian refugees entering the USA now per day. The Obama administration has created a resettlement surge center, which has produced a, a pouring of 100 Syrian refugees in the U.S. per day now. The very real risk, now remember before we were talking about from like, you know, the years of 2001 to 2013, it's 12 years, the U.S. permanently resettled nearly 30,000 Afghan migrants with green cards, 30,000 from Afghanistan. Now we're talking about where we're, we're doing just in one 
radical Islamic country, 100 per day. And that's going bigger as well. The very real risk to Americans, um, this is a very real risk to Americans, the lack of proper vetting of these individuals by the quick processing that is being done. Almost all of them are reported to be Muslims. Over 100 Syrian refugees, which means over 3,000, have been admitted every day in June, according to federal government's own database from the Refugee Processing Center. And there's links to all of these here if you want to see the numbers. More than 1,000 were admitted in May. Okay, now let's do the math here. 3,000 were admitted, over 3,000 were admitted in June. Okay, the month before that, 1,000 were admitted. Okay, so that's already going up 200%. This is, this is how bad Obama is trying to get these people in here. The rate of those admitted has skyrocketed when compared to the 3,755 accepted in the whole fiscal year 2016. The fiscal year ends in September. So in the whole fiscal year of last year, okay of the of for um basically ending last september okay that whole fiscal year they only accepted 3755 syrians just in the month of june okay now we're we're reported to be on track to accept over 3000 I mean, it is it is it is going up at, at proportions that you can't even wrap your head around. He is going to try to get as many of these devils into this country as humanly possible. I'm not saying every one of them are pure evil from the pit of hell, but they are going out of their way to not vet these people. They are going out of their way to bring in the most radical elements. Same thing they're doing in Europe, okay? I'm not saying there's not exceptions to the rules. I'm not saying that I want them to all go to hell. I pray to God, if it be possible, their souls be saved. I do. But the reality is, is most of the ones that they are bringing in here are of the most despicable, vile origins. And as a result of that, you know, they're going to produce some very, very, very bad fruit. The Conservative Review reported these numbers and that approximately 100 to 250 were admitted during the first six months of the fiscal year of 2016. For six months. So they only admitted 100 to 250. But by the end of that time, they had, they had ramped it up to 3,700. I mean, these, the point here is that these numbers are increasing, just exploding by the month. The percentages that they're bringing are exploding every single month. And it's all by design. It's all the Obama administration and his handlers and George Soros and the people giving the orders to do this. And these are just the ones we know about. The ones that are coming out under the cover of darkness that are off the books, we don't even know about them. That could be two to three times what these numbers are. I don't know. It is noted that the Associated Press reported in April that the federal government set up a resettlement surge center in Amman, Jordan in February. The center is now interviewing approximately 600 people a day. And guarantee none of them are Christians. That's the only thing they're going to care about. They don't take any Christians. We only get the most radical, evil elements of Islam. That's, that's how they're vetting them. 
The vetting process, already questioned by leaders in the country, has now been fast-tracked from 18 to 24 months to now just three months. That way they can get them in. This is why we're seeing this stampede come in. The refugee mill can now go through thousands of applications every month because they've only reduced it from 18 to 24 months to just three months, the vetting process. They're ensuring that we just are absolutely annihilated as a country. That's what they're trying to ensure. The Center for Immigration Studies published concerns raised by the comments of Simon Henshaw, Principal Deputy Assistant Secretary of the State Department, Bureau of Population, Refugee, and Migration, where he certified that 12,000 applicants were interviewed in February, March, and April. He wrote, So the fact that 225 Syrian refugees were admitted into the United States in a new single-day record for Syrian refugee approvals is beside the point. What is of importance here is that 12,000 were interviewed in such a short time, driven by the urgency to meet the September deadlines. Obama has put all these deadlines that have to be met by September to our wicked, evil government to have a certain amount of these, of these refugees, these Islamic radicalized refugees that are going to be brought over here. It is that important for this fork-tongued devil from the pit of hell to get them in here. And look at the fruit of it already. And we're just seeing the beginning of it. Satan's right-hand man, devil trader Obama, promised, and the U.S. Congress has acquiesced to 10,000 Syrians being admitted by September 30th when the fiscal year ends. In September, I mean, 10,000... 10,000 radicalized devil uh, Muslim Syrians could do a lot of damage. They could throw a lot of uh, Molotov cocktails, put on a lot of suicide vests, go on a lot of suicide missions. Oh, yeah. In September 2015, President Obama directed the U.S. government to admit 10,000 Syrian refugees into the country. Now, according to the regional refugee coordinator at the U.S. Embassy in Amman in April, the 10,000 number is a floor, not a ceiling anymore. It's just the bare minimum, in other words. And it is possible to increase that number. Then we have these reports, and I just put on this, I, I put the Bible verse, shortest Bible verse in the Bible, John eleven thirty five, 35, where it says, Jesus wept. Because that's what I did. I cried my eyes out when I saw this. And it's 19 young Yazidi girls burned alive inside a cage by ISIS Muslim migrants for refusing to be their sex slaves. So maybe you understand if, if, you, if you feel like I got a lot of anger toward this issue. You're right. I do have a lot of righteous indignation toward this. The Bible says be angry and sin not. But righteous indignation is an attribute of God. And I'm not saying I'm godly. Okay. But... I can't help it when I see this. 19 Yazidi girls were burned to death by ISIS militants in Mosul, activists and eyewitnesses said. There were eyewitnesses to this thing. The victims, who had been taken by ISIS as sex slaves, were placed, and we have, we have had every opportunity. We, we created ISIS. We, we helped get them in there. We, we trained them. We get, we've given them bullets. We've given them bombs. We've given them all the stuff. Of course, our government's going to do really nothing to help prevent this we've had the ability all along but we created the situation to destabilize that area it's all by design it's all been by design 
And our wicked government and other factions of other wicked governments in the Illuminati are the ones that have made this all happen. And they are going to burn in hell white hot for eternity. The victims who have been taken by ISIS as sex slaves were placed in iron cages in central Mosul and burned to death in front of hundreds of people. They were punished for refusing to have sex with ISIS militants. Here's a picture of them. They're being carted off in this iron cage and to be burned. It doesn't show a picture of them being burned. I, I, I wouldn't put that in here. I, I bawled like a baby when I saw that. I, I, I mean, it, it's just... It's so evil. It's so horrible. It's so against... Jesus and the word of God, this wicked savagery. And it, you know, I understand the Bible says evil men and seducers are wax worse, worse and worse deceiving and being deceived. Second Timothy 3.13. I, I get that. I understand that. But I just, I just pray to God that it stops. I just pray to God, God intervene in the name of Jesus Christ. Stomp out this wickedness. Rescue these poor, innocent people i mean in yazidis aren't christians they're they've got a really weird belief system it's part christianity and stuff but you know what their souls are no less precious in god's eyes and and i i pray for their salvation i pray for their deliverance i pray for the deliverance of the christians over there and it's so sick and twisted what our government's doing because we could have taken all of these people i would un, i could understand it if we hadn't have created this situation, and if we had a righteous president that was that was trying everything he could do, kind of like Schindler's List, where in the end the guy was taken off his watch and anything that he had to just get a few more Jews that he could rescue. I could understand if, if Obama was a righteous president, and that's why he was doing all this, to bring all of these people over here, like let's say the Yazidis and the Christians, to get them out of this situation where they will not be slaughtered by, by Islam. Let's say we didn't have a right to have troops over there and we couldn't do a lot and this is the only recourse we had was to actually bring them here. Hey, I'd have no problem with that. I'd be saying praise God. Praise the Lord Jesus Christ. Do it. But that's not the case. It is the exact opposite. They're doing everything they can do to block all the Christians coming here and get as many of the radicalized Muslims over here to kill us, to kill Europe, to slay, rape, behead, torture, and then making sure that the Christians are there have to stay put so they'll get slaughtered too and turn into sex slaves like these girls or, or be burned alive in cages or mass slaughter or mass beheadings and they've got all kind of ways they kill you. <coughs> Next report, and this is just from April 21st, ISIS executes 250 women for refusing to become sex slaves. In October, more than 500 Yazidi women and young girls were reportedly abducted by ISIS when they stormed the Sinjar region in northern Iraq. ISIS, notorious for its brutality, has reportedly executed 250 girls in northern Iraq for refusing to become sex slaves. Oh, Lord have mercy. According to a media report, the girls have been ordered to accept temporary marriages to the terrorists and were murdered, sometimes alongside their families, for their refusal to be sex slaves in Iraq's second largest city of Mosul. Just more fruit from my... You, you see this on CNN? No. ABC, CBS, MSNBC? No. Nope. They're silent. 
Nope. They don't care. They like it. They like it. I believe it. Sick, sick people control this planet. Sick devils. The answer is directly to Satan, essentially. Now, the um, one of the 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 um, news organizations that's putting this out, it says, "Join us today in rescuing Christian and Yazidi girls from ISIS sex slavery." They've had 140 liberations. Um, they've got in seven hundred and sixty-six thousand dollars in donations and i just wish they were getting a little more bang for their buck i mean man that's a lot of money and they're only able to liberate 140 people for seven hundred and sixty-six thousand. i mean i listen I, I guess i don't know all the logistics i'm sure i don't but i wish there was some way where they could you know that was like 1400 liberations you know what i mean Let's make the money go further. That's you know, 140 for 700. I'm not saying they're not worth it. I'm just saying I wish they could get more out of the money they're getting in. But I give you a link to that, to that um, organization if you'd like to look into that more. Next report, massive immigration insurgency about to hit Germany as 500,000 relatives of refugees soon to arrive. So here's the next, here's the next wave. Remember, once you get a foothold here, just like the illegal aliens that come into this country... And, and, the, and the Muslims that come into this country, now they're doing the same thing in Europe. Now in, in Germany, now you get to bring your relatives over. So it's, esta- it's establishing a beachhead and then they will bring in the rest of the relatives and then they will take over the whole society. And Germany will not even resemble Germany in probably 10 years' time. It'll probably look like a Muslim, just an extension of the Middle East. It's what they want to turn America into as well, if, if things keep going in this path. Every Syrian who receives asylum in Germany will eventually bring one dependent, according to averages calculated by migration experts in Berlin. Citing an expert brief from the Federal Office of Migration and Refugees, it is being reported that some 500,000 spouses, children, and parents of unaccompanied minors may join Syrians who have already arrived in Germany. 500,000 more. Last year, 428,000 Syrians arrived in Germany. I mean, in, in, in the most despicable, abominable way, I went over that in detail, the, just the savagery that they use coming into Germany and are still using. Uh, while another 72,000 have arrived so far this year. So they've, they've brought in, you know, over 500,000. And they got 500,000 more getting ready to come. Um, the But this estimate falls significantly below other forecasts. Some of which predicted every Syrian would bring either three to four family members to Germany. That's exactly what they're going to do. So most likely, that's going to be about 2 million more. Because that's what, that's what Islam's all about. Establishing the worldwide domination caliphate. And you do that through numbers. You do that through either forced conversion and increasing your numbers. And that's breeding. Well, you can, if you've already got the population intact, you just bring them in. You take over the governments. You take over the, the city police and these types of things. And then you impose your will on the infidels. That's the whole plan. These are just headlines. Islamic refugee camp in Dusseldorf is burned down by Muslim invaders. Why? Because they were furious they had not received a wake-up call for the Ramadan breakfast. So they burned the whole place down. This is the type of savages you're dealing with here. Talk about grateful. They are so grateful. You know, 
just full of, of, of thankfulness and gratefulness. And it's just everywhere you, you turn. Then, this was a big report this last week. Terror in Tel Aviv, as two Palestinian Muslim terrorists opened fire in a restaurant, murdering three and severely injuring five. Next report, Muslim woman severely beaten by her husband for giving birth to a baby girl. Yep. She was severely, even though the man actually determines the sex of the baby. But he beat her, he beat his wife because she had a baby girl. I tell you, reading these headlines is really, really hard to think like a Christian a lot of times. <laughs> I'm just telling you, man, this is just these these are the most depraved evil devils on the planet. Nobody even compares as far as I can see. Then you have this report, 17-year-old Pakistani Muslim girl burned alive by her mother in the name of honor, quote, honor. She must have dishonored the family. So she had to be burned alive, obviously, because that's how we treat our little girls when they misbehave. We burn them alive. Right? Then police suppress this case. Two 14-year-old British girls brutally gang-raped by four Syrian Muslim immigrants. These are the same Syrians we're bringing in at over 100 a day now. Then we have this 16-year-old Afghani Muslim girl murder, murdered in honor killing in Stockholm, Sweden. Then Melbourne, Australia, five Muslim immigrants viciously attack a 14-year-old Aussie boy. Video. Then we have ISIS made over 2.4 billion last year, thanks to our government, says analysts. The Islamic State has diversified its income streams by increasing taxes and does not look. They're imposing jizra on the on the uh, populace, I'm sure, which is their Islamic tax that you have to pay or die. And um, they're also stealing the oil in that region and whatever other nefarious ways they're making money. Okay, and um, so they've. Um, and it does not look like it will collapse soon. It, it, ISIS doesn't look like it's going to collapse soon. Then we have Hindu priests hacked to death in Bangladesh on orders from ISIS leader in Ontario, Canada. So we got all those headlines. Then, and those are just the ones that I was going to put in my newsletter, but it's going to be kind of redundant now. I'm just going to leave them in this, uh, in this format because this is all I have for today. It's about a 10-page PDF, and... Um, that's all we have. So I'm, I'll go ahead and close this out in a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, we do thank you for this day and this time you've given us, Lord. Um, Lord, I, I, we, I just bring all of these reports to you, all of the things that we've looked at today, all of this wickedness, this insanity, this demon possession, God, this just evidence of Satan's hoof print over everything that we're seeing here, God. I just pray to God for your divine intervention, Lord. In the name of Jesus Christ, I pray to God for your divine intervention in every single one of these reports, God. Not only these reports, God, but all, all the ones I've done in times past as well. Particularly relating to the wickedness that's overcoming the world, Lord. The, the, the innocent that are being killed, Lord God. The little children, Lord God. The, the, the unborn babies being slaughtered in the womb in the world, God. And particularly with, with Islam, God. All the wickedness that it is doing. All the child rape, God. And, and, and just... Lord, all, all of the evil that is perpetuating on this planet, I pray to God in the name of Jesus Christ for your divine intervention. By the power of the Holy Spirit, your angelic host, and through the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God, in the name of Jesus Christ, I beg you, I, 
I, I just beseech you, Lord, in the name of Jesus Christ, to please intervene regarding all of these situations, that you would protect the innocent, Lord God, that, that you would deliver them, that you would deliver the Christians, Lord God, that your name would be glorified through it, Lord God. And Lord, if the wicked will not repent of their wickedness, I pray to God you would smite them in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, that all men would see and fear and declare the work of God, that they would wisely consider of your doing, and that the righteous would be glad in the Lord and trust in you, and all the upright in heart would glory, according to Psalm 64, Lord God. Save those, Lord God, that can be saved. If you have to hang them out over hell, Lord God, for an hour in order to get their attention, then please do so. But the wicked, Lord, that will not repent, and you know the beginning from the end, I do pray God that you annihilate them that all men would see and fear and declare the work of God Lord God that they would wisely consider of your doing Lord because the Lord I don't know what else to say I know that we need your judgment Lord we need your judgment in order to wake people up nothing else is working God nothing else is working we need your wake-up call I, I don't know I don't know what other recourse there is at this point Lord knows I'm not perfect but this isn't even about me. This, this is about innocence, being defiled, God. Little children, Lord God. I pray to God on their behalf, Lord God. I pray to God on their behalf that you would intervene in the name of Jesus Christ and that every devil, demon, evil entity, fallen angel and fallen cherub that would try to hinder this prayer in any way, shape, or form be bound up and rebuked and cast into the abyss until which time they then be cast into the lake of fire and that none would be able to come to take their place. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, I pray you forgive us for any and all sins that we have committed as we forgive those who have sinned against us and that the words of our mouth and the meditations of our heart would be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, our strength and our redeemer, Lord. Lord, and that you cleanse us from presumptuous sins and secret faults that they would not have dominion over us. And we ask all these things in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. Scott Johnson's 1,000 plus audio teachings and PDF documents are available for free 24-7 on the internet at contendingfortruth.com. That's C-O-N-T-E-N-D-I-N-G-F-O-R-T-R-U-T-H dot com. In addition, we also offer a free Christian current event and health email newsletter. You can sign up at contendingfortruth.com. These email newsletters typically only generate about three to six emails per month if you subscribe to both lists. Please prayerfully help us to continue this work. For mail correspondence or to support this ministry, our mailing address is Scott Johnson, 2359 Highway 70, Southeast, number 321, Hickory, NC, 28602. Or on the internet, a PayPal donation link can be found at contendingfortruth.com. Thank you and may the Lord Jesus Christ richly bless you.